Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You see Thompson, 14-27. Gets the snap. Back to throw. Step throws wide open at the 45. Making the catch is Palmer to the 50, to the 45, to the 40. Breaks a tackle to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Down to the seven-yard line. Another big, huge play by Trey Palmer. He's over 200 yards receiving in this game. Seven for 237 tonight. That is a single-game single mark. Uh, Trey Palmer is on pace thousand-yard receiver and the all-time single-season reception record uh, for the Portaler, who the Portals uh, did well tonight for Nebraska. Yeah, and he set the record most receiving yards ever in a game, past J.D. Spielman for that. What is he? He's only the second receiver than ever to go uh, north of uh, 200 yards in a game, right? You throw in the 60 yards on that end around, 297 total yards. Yeah, uh, incredibly. So, yeah, he's on pace to basically break all the records. He'll have the single game record by the end of the season, unless somebody else, I guess, passes it. He'll probably get north of 1,000, and he'll set the record, and he'll pass yeah. Stanley Morgan in the process. Because Morgan was just a tick above 1,000, and he is, uh, yeah, he's on pace to do that and more. And what a season so far. Uh, so, Trey Palmer right now, 47 catches. He has uh, 700 and – let me do the math – 800 – 781 yards. Uh, there are five games to go. Wow. Yep. Wow. And now five touchdowns. Yeah. All right. These are our final uh, calls of uh, this Big Red Overreaction. Uh, don't forget Michael Severe in tomorrow uh, between 8 and 10 with Severe Overreaction. Here is uh, Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, what's happening? Hey, Jim. Tim. Oh, hey, Tim. Hey, how are you doing? Good, man. Right. We, we're in a... I'm sorry, it's Tim and Kurt. We're in a van full of six just leaving the stadium. Okay. And uh, our biggest gripe is missed tackles. Yep. Then we're sick of getting beat on the road. Mm. And I'll, I'll say one thing. Purdue is sold out, but their stadium sucked. They can, they can scream and cheer all they want. It's never deafening. But what, what, what do we do about missed tackles? Are you asking? Yeah, what 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 do they need to do? How many missed tackles were there tonight? Out of the hundred and one plays, there had to be No, nah, they were glaring. They were, they were, 150 they were, missed tackles. <laughs> 150? <laughs> wow. Over one per play? Wow. I mean had That's to be. A lot. Had to be. I mean, <laughs> we had people slamming through there. I mean, the defense is fine if you make the tackle. They're there. We win the game without missed tackles. Uh, the, um, I mean, there were some key missed tackles that yeah, led sure. to in theory big gains for Purdue. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what? It yeah. against okay against a better opponent, um, these come up. I mean, look at look at the the better teams Nebraska's played this year. The amount of missed tackles. I mean, they'll go back and you know they'll they'll work on tackling again. They'll they'll practice at full speed. Um, but it's not like this went away overnight. And it came back today against a, a group that you know. 
Maccabee was tough to bring down. I don't think anybody in their right mind thought he would go 30 for 178, Jim, running the football. No, no, you're, you're right. But I tell you what. But they've got to, but, but, but he, can't, he can't get to the second level either with nobody touching him or arm tackles or a Quentin Newsom where he just, I don't know what he was doing on a, on a play where he just dropped his head, hoping that contact uh, without seeing who he was hitting would just all of a sudden result in the wide receiver going down. You, you you eliminate five to ten missed tackles tonight, Huskers win. And somehow we have got to get pressure on the quarterback. Uh, we can't get turnovers if we don't get pressure, and we just can't seem to get pressure the on other the quarterback. Right. So, Gary, I apologize. There's six of us in the band. Hey, that's okay. We're, we're on our way to Champagne because that's uh, we had no hotels left in uh, – uh, West Lafayette, so we're on our way to Champagne. All right, did you uh, did you come from Champagne earlier today? Did you go yeah, to the Minnesota no, Illinois? No, game? no, no. We we drove up yesterday. Okay, got here late. We got to West Lafayette late at night, and we stayed at the uh, Super Eight. <laughs> uh, we had two rooms. One guy had a cockroach. Uh, we couldn't turn the heater on because it smelled like a mouse nest was burning in the one room. So uh, it was an interesting deal. I think I would have slept in the yeah. van. Well, you know what? We uh, we rented a, a a minivan, and I got to the rental place. They said, "Give us, you got a big one over there. Can I rent that?" They said, "Absolutely." So I got a fifteen-person van. There's six of us. Everybody's got a row. Everybody can lay <laughs> lay down. It's it's the best. Right. But we've uh, this this group went to Illinois last year for the first game of the year. Oh. And uh, we we lost sleep for for a month over it. So. We were expecting a loss tonight. We got the loss. Hmm. Uh, Purdue fans are very weak. I mean, as fans, I should say, very nice. Okay. Uh, the, the stadium has no has no home field advantage besides they fill up. There, there's no crowd noise. It, it's maybe you're here to know the state. It's not like being a Memorial Stadium where they cheer, and at Memorial Stadium, it's loud. Yep. It's uh but produce something different. They're a bunch of pushovers. And they have no idea what being successful football means. Okay. All right. Hey, well, you, you guys travel safely. Bye, Tim, yeah. safe travels, man. You guys man. travel safely there to a champagne. Yeah. All right. All right. Jeez, just roasting them. I like the commentary from the guy in the back. Yeah, that was great. What about the offensive line? Uh good take, guy. So we're all in agreement here that the offensive line will not be fixed with a new coach in 23. No, it's going to be hard, man. This is Noelle becoming eligible again. Yeah. And Teddy coming back from an injury. And this hopefully is, he's okay. The, what is going on right now has been a buildup of poor evaluation, poor development, yep. lack of retention, yep. changing from one coach to another. System I mean, changing. Here, here's the thing. Here's another indictment against Frost when it comes to the offensive line. First of all, he never got along with Greg Austin after the first year. I don't know what went sideways, mm-hmm. but that relationship affected everybody that plays offensive line. But if you knew coming into this year that you were going to have issues on your offensive line as the CEO of the program, why would you go and hire somebody that's never done it before at the Division One level? Why wouldn't you go out and looking at the most important position group on your team, say, I don't care what it costs. I'm going to find 
the best offensive line coach that has a track record of developing, whether they be five-star, four, three, two, or walk-on linemen. They're just good at development, and I'm going to pay that guy whatever he wants to come here because that's what we need instead of turning this offensive line over to somebody that is not as experienced and has to work with what they have. And, I mean, that's that's on the CEO of the program mm-hmm. that has put a guy like Donovan Raiola in this spot. Usually I, I think the offensive line is one of those position groups, Josh, that as the season goes along they can get better. Mm-hmm. It will not be the case this year. No, it will not. And it's going to be hard, too, along with all the things you just mentioned. Getting linemen, getting offensive linemen out of the portal. Good offensive linemen. Only, like, the great programs are able to do it. Because these guys that are transferring want to go to a school that has a track record, that has a good coach, and that they know that they can get on into the NFL. And why, if you're a, if you're a starting offensive lineman at a Power 5 school, why are you in the portal? Everybody is saying, hey... There's a five-star from Wisconsin that's in the portal. Well, for a day it looked good, and then Wisconsin told you why he's in the portal. Mm -hmm. And then you went, why is he not playing? So you're going to have to find a portal guy or two, develop him, but you're going to have to be really good with your high school recruiting. I mean, the linemen that are starting now are out of high school, but you've got to get them to make the next step. Yeah, And I don't know if that's philosophy or whatever it is, but it's not going to be fixed overnight. Yeah. Um, but you could maybe get a magician next year to get guys to play well. But it shouldn't extend longer than a couple of years. But what's happening in year five is the result of what happened in year one, two, three, building this offensive line for this year. And then you compound it. You have two of your starters. One is out for the year. Another one not even eligible to play. Yeah. All right. Uh, a couple more calls and then we're done for the night. Uh, here is uh, Dan. Dan, welcome to Big Red Overreaction. You're on with Josh and Gary. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey. Good, Dan. Oh, I'm so tired. So tired of watching these games. Um, to be honest, uh, it, it felt like, you know, that Scott Frost was the coach tonight. I mean, that, that's, that's what I watched. I mean, if I wasn't following this season, you know, and I, I turned this, this game on and I saw this guy, Mickey Joseph, being the head coach, I'd be thinking, well, what in the world? Why? Why is he the coach? Like I, I'm seeing the same play. I'm seeing, you know, 600 plus yards on, you know, offense given up on the the opposing team. Uh, 102 yard, 102 plays. I mean, that's that's unreal. That's an indictment on our offense and our defense, on all of our coaches. You know, I look at Trey Palmer, a fantastic player, fantastic player. But guys, the next five games, Illinois, they're going to shut him down. Iowa. They're going to shut him down. Wisconsin, they're going to shut him down. Michigan, they're going to shut him down. He's not going to have these big games again. They're going to, he's, going, he's going to go up against cornerbacks uh, that are more physical, uh, better coaches that are going to scheme better and not let him completely dominate the game. You guys, I mean, we're looking at, you know, uh, five games coming up that we're just going to lose. Uh, we're not going to get another win. It's not going to get you know any better whatsoever. I like Mickey Joseph. I think that uh, he needs to stick around in a different type of role. I don't think that he should be the head coach. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Trev Alberts just needs to uh, pretty much fire everybody and leave it up to whether or not Mickey wants to stay here and completely reshape this program because every 
every aspect of the Nebraska football program, you guys, is an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. It's disappointing to watch this team. I know that they fight. I know that they've got, you know, certain character guys on the team. But you guys, this is this this is this is horrendous. I have never, ever, ever seen the offensive line so bad. I saw Purdue's rush, a rush end, defensive end, air swipe, uh, Hunter Anthony, I, I believe is his name, and just went around him, and I don't think he made the sack, but he, he forced you know Casey Thompson to rush a throw, and it was an incomplete pass. I mean, the, the offensive linemen aren't even putting hands on you know the rush end. They're, they're getting to the quarterback at will. I mean, just and, – and you guys, it's not going to get better this year. It's not going to get better at all. You know, everybody keeps talking about, well, we're seeing progress. You know, the guys are getting better. Sure, I guess. But look at who we're playing. We're, we're playing SHIT teams. Let's be honest. All right, Dan, thanks for the call. I mean, I disagree with that about Purdue. You beat the two teams the last two weeks that you were supposed to, according to Vegas. Tonight you were a two-touchdown underdog against a team that's now tied for first. I mean, the so a game like tonight, going off Dan's call, is why you are making a change. Yeah, they talent. Gotta, yeah, gotta, gotta, there's a there's a major talent yeah, efficiency. Gotta play out the rest of the yes. season, though. Yeah, I mean they're not gonna say. <laughs> gotta well, play out the rest of the season, though. Mickey lost a game. We're done with the last five mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Okay. Right, that's why you. Made I just I would disagree with the beginning of the call. I don't think that like do they make mistakes? Yes. Do they have a lot of issues? Yes. I I I disagree though that this is the same team or the same program that no, it was no. a, a month and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. it's a different okay. it's if, a different if, group. If you're feeling that way, you just want to be mad and you want to hate things. And look, I think that that caller just wanted to be mad. It's it's almost, you know, Sunday morning. Because he just it, wanted to be mad. It is clear that just they have a nice cold one. They are different in terms of their approach. But but what what have we been saying? We we've been saying since the summer offensive line's going to be bad. Defensive line, I'm really worried about getting a, a push. All of those same things that availed Nebraska are still here. They, they, those didn't go away by getting rid of Scott Frost and Eric Chenander. Exactly. Those are still in place. Yeah. It's just the little things that you hope can overshadow the things that are ailing you that you're not going to fix overnight, that are gonna, you're not going to fix maybe in 23. Yeah. It could be into 24. And it's, that's why it's become don't look at the scoreboard. I mean, I, that's what Mickey is. I mean, I'm glad that he says keeps saying that is don't look at the scoreboard. Because if you look at the scoreboard, it's going gonna, it's gonna to remind you the reality. Yeah. Um, instead of, you know, we're a week-to-week team. And yeah, that's why, what, and that's why, what man, Nebraska You really right do got to focus on getting better yeah. every – I know it's such a tired cliche, but it, that's what they have to do now. Just focus on being better every single day and hoping that, the you know, you, you get somebody over right. the next month and a half. Here is, uh, to finish up the night, Ben from Wisconsin. Hello, Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, all three of you burning the, uh, the candle at both ends, as the old adage goes. But, uh, yeah, calling from northern Wisconsin here. Uh, Badger fan, but lived in Omaha for over a decade. So, obviously, follow the Skurs closely and, you know, tough one tonight. But, I mean, you look at Wisconsin and Nebraska, two teams, pretty similar situations, have the same record. Certainly both have a lot of play for the rest of the year. Interim guys 
curious your guys' thoughts. If you look at both programs, both coaches, both potential head coaches moving forward, who do you guys look at as maybe being closer to being where they want to be? It's been kind of a, a weird couple of weeks up here in the Badger State watching this Wisconsin team as well. So who 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 are you wondering about, Ben? Which teams? Who's uh, closer? Wisconsin and Nebraska. You look at those two teams, okay. similar situations. Yeah. Who are you guys looking at maybe closer to being uh, – you know, back on top of the West. Well, I would definitely – I mean, I would just go with Wisconsin just because, I mean, you know, the track record, I guess, is where I'd go with what they've been like over the last few years. But they're a team that has a lot of issues. You know, I thought that they were going to get the victory today in East Lansing. They did not get the victory today in East Lansing. They have a whole host of problems. Um, but, like, you want to talk about a program that does, I think, have good talent on the offensive line and they could find themselves. I think that that is that group. I think their defense is still good enough. Like, I still think they're going to go to a bowl, Gary. Maybe I'm wrong. They're yeah, not no, three no, and four. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're definitely closer. Definitely closer than Nebraska is. But let's let's be honest, and and I think you and, and John have talked about this. Whatever happens from here on out, when this season is over, and whoever is running the show in 23, this is not a long-term, oh, boy, give them a seven-year contract because it's going to take that long. Mm-mm. College football has changed. Look at – in your own division, a guy that is in year two is sitting on top of the division. This is not going to be a long, hey, 23, eh, 24, let's hope. Maybe that'll be year one. 23 will be year zero. That isn't the case anymore, and that won't be the case here um, because that's what you think about when you're in the hiring process is who has the tools in the toolbox that they can come in, and they're not going to be a slow buildup they will be able to squeeze victories out of things that aren't necessarily fixed right away. Mm-hmm. I, I just think looking at, at new coaches, we're seeing a lot more year two things are popping. Dude, they're Look doing at, it in Illinois right well, now. Well, I will give you another example. Go back, and they're front and center, and they're going to get a lot of love for the rest of the weekend. Tennessee was in it. Remember what Josh Heupel took over at Tennessee? Yeah. Granted, there was a lot of fellas on campus, but they were – they were miserable. They were three and seven. Gary, they gave him they gave him yeah. a long contract because they thought. I mean, the NCAA is still going to come calling at some point in time, yep. and they beat Alabama. They beat Alabama in year two. How many programs have had the chance to host Alabama in one of these games? And it's like this is the time for them to turn the corner. And Bama smokes them. And Tennessee yep. did it. Illinois is doing it right now. I know Michigan State stinks this year, but Mel Tucker did it in year two. There, you're right. Like the expectation, it's not going to be to win the division or win the league in year two. But it will be, hey, put together a product on the football field where you can win some games. The biggest thing that's going to hold them back is probably going to be the offensive line. They're going to have to get that figured out. But otherwise, other programs are showing that you can win. At the very least, you yeah. can win games in year two. Yep. All right, that'll do it for Big Red Overreaction. Uh, again, Michael will be in tomorrow. Uh, we'll all be back beginning at uh, 6 on uh, Monday from uh, my show all the way through uh, Unsportsmanlike Conduct with John and Josh and, of course, Connor in the middle. For the birthday boy, Conrad, for uh, Josh, I'm Gary. Uh, all of the segments will be up on uh, whatever place you get your big red overreaction. Right? Oh, yeah. That'll do it. Big red overreaction back again two weeks from today when Nebraska takes on Illinois 43-37 Purdue over Nebraska. Good night, everybody. Bye.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.